This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Writer Than You, CBS Sports Radio. My name is Mark Ryan. In for Bill. Happy New Year one and all. Rolling on until noon Eastern time, 9 a.m. Pacific. Wonderful to have you guys with us. All right. So, guys, look, the college football playoff committee got what they wanted. They got two incredibly competitive games. Congratulations. Pat yourself on the back. To them, the ends justify the means. I will forever feel in my heart that Florida State is the most screwed-over team in modern sports history for what happened to them. You know, on, on our weekend show here on CBS Sports Radio, we asked for the most screwed-over teams ever. Uh, one that came to mind was 1972 Olympic men's basketball team against Russia. We lost. We, the Americans, lost because they made them replay the game three different times. You know, and they, they put this clause in that injured players, they can make a change, which makes me wonder if they're going to move Washington out of the national championship game now in favor of Georgia because Washington lost their running back. It's just insane. They put a clause into the contract which allows them to screw over teams all in the name of ratings. That, my friends, is corruption. Joining us right now, uh, you know, Dan Wetzel and I both take a lot of heat, okay? I, I'm sure you can hear the show and, and, uh, and glean why. We're not afraid of sharing our opinions, but it's made me respect the heck out of him. And I've been a fan of his for about 20-plus years. He's a Yahoo Sports columnist. He's a New York Times best-selling author of Epic Athletes for Young Readers. I'm telling you, he's got great stories about Tom Brady, Serena Williams, Steph Curry, Alex Morgan, and more. And he joins us right now, CBS Sports Radio. Dan, longtime fan. Happy New Year to you, sir. Congratulations on the new book series. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Wonderful to have you on. Can we definitively say, Dan, Nick Saban was outcoached, outschemed? I mean, if so, this is a momentous occasion. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, he isn't, he isn't always the best coach on the, uh, on the, uh, on the field. Jamar Bono's out of coach football. So, um, 
I don't know, but uh, certainly was a, was a great win for Michigan. There's, there's no doubt about that. Did any part of you anticipate Alabama getting handled by Michigan in the trenches like they did? Um, the defensive line, I thought, Michigan's defensive line, I thought was going to do very well against Alabama's offensive line. I, I thought you'd get a little bit more out of Dallas Turner and some of those guys for the Alabama defensive line. But um, Michigan's own line, both, both trenches, they really were able to, to control things. I mean, six sacks for Michigan, um, only one for, for Alabama. Uh, Michigan was able to, to, to run the ball in the key moments. Um, but this was a hard-fought game. You know, Michigan also went more than half a game without uh, without scoring. Um, yards were at a premium. Every, everything was was pretty much going to be a, a block and tackle fest between these two teams. This is not high-skilled, um, certainly not Washington, right? You saw it later. This is uh, old-school football between both of them. I cover the Clemson Tigers locally, Dan, and I've been very critical of Dabo because it seems like in key spots, he always calls a quarterback draw and it never works. And he always loves the call and he always says, we just missed a block. If we hadn't missed a block, third and 11 against Florida State, it would have clicked. It would have hit big. I I couldn't believe that I saw Nick Saban do the same thing in that environment you hear Kirk Herbstreet say, I love the run-pass option. I love, I love for the quarterback to be able to do both things. Um, I, I just think the, the risk-reward is too, is too great there. You're relying on too many things to go right for the play to work. Did you have a problem with that final play call? Uh, you know, I think the snap being a little low kind of threw off the timing. Uh, there, there was a pass option uh, where he could have gone out into the flats. Um, but I, I mean, really, my, Mikey Sandrasil is, was there to kind of block that or, or knock it down or whatever. Uh, Michigan just played that play really well. They caved in the the right side of the Michigan uh, the uh, Alabama line. Um, certainly was a pretty ugly play for the final one, but um, there was a lot of that in this game. I mean, it, again, it was just hard to move the ball. It was hard to gain yards on either of these two teams. Michigan will block and tackle you to death, and uh, that's how they won this football game. Yahoo Sports columnist, New York Times bestselling author Dan Wetzel, joining us here, writer than you, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, my belief is that Jim Harbaugh is going to move on from Michigan at the conclusion of this season, win or lose the national championship game. Your assessment on how the results of the final game may or may not alter that, Dan? Um, I don't know that it would matter uh for him i think getting this win last night was a big one it's probably it's, it's arguably the biggest or one of the top five wins in the history of the university of michigan um i think that if if the right nfl job is offered he he's gonna consider it if not he he won't um that's kind of how it was the last two years he, he probably could have had the denver job and decided he didn't want it he wanted the minnesota job two years ago uh didn't get it so if, if the Chargers come through or something like that, then I think, you know, that'll be one thing. I think it's more what's the option than I'm just leaving. Um, he's got a good situation at Michigan, so it's got to be the right spot where he thinks he can win in the, uh, in the NFL. Dan Wetzel joining us. Why does everyone continue to doubt Washington, Dan? They don't meet the blue-chip ratio. Uh, they, they had a defense – that was frankly offensive to people most of the year, 119th in pass defense. But the song All They Do Is Win apparently was written about them. 
at what point are people going to believe in this squad? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, might as well now. They're an electric offense. There's no question. Um, there's been some odd point spreads, I guess, this year. Certainly Oregon favored by nine in the rematch in the uh, Pac-12 title game. But Michael Penix is is uh, phenomenal. <clears throat> Having one of the great stretches for a college quarterback ever. Um, Adunze and these receivers are so good. So, um, I don't know, maybe they maybe – they, I, you know, they had a lot of big games this year, but maybe a little bit more of the casual fan and see a whole lot of Washington. I don't know. Um, but this would have this would have done it last night. This is a really good team. Um, Texas could not get a pass rush on Michael Penix. I mean, their, their O-line is physical. Kalen DeVore is a phenomenal coach, won three NAIA titles at uh, Sioux Falls. Yes. And, uh, you know, just knows how to win games. So this is, a, this is an excellent team and an excellent program right now. How surprised would you be if Washington beat Michigan? Um, not not much. I don't know. I, I, I look at it as a <clears throat> we'll see if they got their running back. But, I mean, I, I imagine that by the kickoff, the, the spreads, I guess it's four and a half to start. But I, I, would, I would consider this a pretty much a 50-50 game. It's college football. I, I don't know why anyone would be too shocked at any of it. I have argued that uh, I would strongly consider Michael Penix Jr. with the number one overall pick in the draft. I'm, I'm well aware, Dan, of the injury history. I'm also well aware that, to me, he seems to be moving past that. I'm also uh, cognizant of the fact that he's a couple years older than other quarterbacks are. But what I'm, see- what I'm seeing, Dan, is a quarterback putting a team on his back. Mention the blue-chip ratio to you. They're at 34%. And it has long been surmised that what would ultimately end the blue chip ratio is a superstar quarterback who's elevating the play of his of his teammates. Uh, do you buy or sell Michael Penix Jr. as a number one pick contender in the NFL draft? Uh, I doubt he gets to number one, but uh, he's a winner. There's uh, he would have been a very very viable Heisman candidate. Jaden Daniels had to put up some incredible numbers and things like that. But um, there's no doubt. I mean, the reason they're going to win or lose ballgames is Michael Penix Jr. He's had an absolutely phenomenal two years up in Washington these last two years, and this one's just been spectacular. Dan Wetzel joining us, Yahoo Sports columnist here on the show. Dan, my, uh, my good friend Josh Pate told me that he believes we're ultimately going to have contracts between players and the conferences uh, that will essentially make them employees, and he doesn't know whether that's going to happen in two years or 20, but believes it's going to happen, and one of the benefits of that is it's going to put an end to the the craziness behind free agency in college football. Players will have one, two, three-year deals with schools that will tie them to those schools, and to me, Dan, like that, that can't happen soon enough because at my heart breaks at seeing what's happened to teams and continuity and guys like Cliff Ellis leaving the coaching ranks in college basketball because, quote, this isn't the game that he signed up for. I think Jim Harbaugh is about to leave for similar reasons. Uh, if you were the commissioner of college football, Dan, what is the first thing you would do if you had unilateral decision-making authority? Wow, that's a big, that's a big question. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Josh's point, that would – if you've signed them to the right contract, yeah, that could probably do it. Because what we're going to have is you can transfer four times. You can. There's going to be no limit on the number of times you transfer. 
uh, because they'll be able to sue them for restraint of trade. So you can switch every year. The free agency doesn't really bother me at all. I don't really care about Cliff Ellis or whether these guys don't want to do the job. Um, they're getting paid a fortune to do it. Uh, they get paid a lot more than they used to. It's hard. It's hard to put your roster together. But, ten, you know, Harbaugh, Harbaugh stays. He's making $11 million a year. Uh, I didn't see Bo Schembecker doing that. So it's just the way the thing works. Um, it doesn't – the player movement doesn't bother me at all. Um, but I do think, you know, you sign some contracts and things like that, that's also works both ways. Uh, a lot of these guys that are leaving get, get run off of teams too. So it's a, it's a two-way street. Dan Wetzel joining us on the show. Dan, my entire life I've been a quality over quantity guy, but because of what happened to Florida State, I am willingly now choosing quantity first. And the reason being that I don't want to see that ever happen to a team again. So we're going to the 12-team playoff. I'm willingly signing up for that because uh, I, I can't bear to see this happen again. I think more games are going to matter in the 12-team playoff, but the biggest games are going to come with a safety net, the removal of which made every game a playoff game in the regular season of college football, which made the sport truly unique and truly special. Is the 12-team college football playoff a net gain or a loss to the sport in your mind? A uh, huge net gain, but um, it will be some difference. There'll be parts of it that will be different. You won't have... Um... You know, say the Ohio State-Michigan game this year won't quite be the same, although that's going to change because they expanded the conference so much and they're getting rid of divisions. So if Ohio State-Michigan played under same circumstances next year, they would then have a rematch in the Big Ten title game. So the the commissioners and the ADs are screwing it up on, on uh, some of that stuff anyway. But uh, overall, huge net gain, uh, more more games, more people with a shot, um, more, uh, yeah, more games mattering, all of that, uh, and, a, and a very interesting playoff format. So I see it as a huge positive. What can you tell us about Epic Athletes? Uh, it's just a series of sports bios for middle school readers. You've got a middle school reader, sports fan, kind of, you know, maybe third grade even down to that. Uh, they're, you know, a little 100-page, 120-page Sports bios, Steph Curry and um, Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and Serena Williams and things like that. Um, just kind of just fun little books I used to read. Um, you know, really good for that fourth, fifth, sixth grade kind of kid that maybe doesn't want to read anything else, but maybe he'll read a Steph Curry book. I'm getting those for my son, Dan. Uh, I just ma- I, yeah, there you go, there you go. I've got a uh, uh, I'm a new dad. Uh, through marriage, okay? So I've got a bonus son. He's great. His name is Jackson. He's six. I'm trying to figure out the best way to get him into sports. Do you have any any parental advice for me? He likes cars, and he likes games. But whenever I have football on, he asks to turn the channel, Dan. Do you got got any tips for me? (laughs) No, I don't. I have one daughter that loves it, one doesn't. So they got to come to it themselves. Yeah, that's 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 great advice, but he's not he's not coming to it, and I'm I'm terrified. Dan Wetzel, uh, look, man, I, I re- truly appreciate you joining us here in the morning time. Very very late night for you last night. We understand that. Uh, love your work, Dan, and wish you and yours all the best for a great 2024. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You got it. All right, Dan Wetzel joining us on the show. Uh, he says the 12 team playoff is a huge net gain for college football. I see it that way. 
based on where we are, the inevitability of where we are, we can't go back from. But if you could tell me we could return to the pre-BCS era, where the Rose Bowl was the Pac-10 against the Big Ten, you know, where the Sugar Bowl was SEC teams and two teams played for the national championship, and you didn't really enter the year thinking you could play for the national championship, you were excited about opening your Christmas present, which was a bowl game. And there was never a thought of skipping out on that bowl game. You know, I I call myself a friend of perhaps the most beloved Clemson Tiger player ever, Taj Boyd, who penned a piece about, you know, how heartbroken he is that players skipped out of bowl games seven years ago and how it's just there's been a culture shift in the sport that is so harmful and hurtful. You know, how would I fix the transfer portal? Well, you know what, man? Um, I'm willing to, to have you take me to court. We need agreements in place that tie you to the school. How would I fix opt-outs? These people aren't opting out. They're quitting. You, you signed a scholarship to finish the deal. You're quitting before you finish the deal. Pay your scholarship back. Right? Name, image, and likeness. You have a cap on what you can make. $1 million per player per year. You transfer, that goes down by 25%. It would work like the bird rules in the NBA. The team that has you, you can earn the most there. I mean, there, there, there's some really common sense solutions, but what's happened is the NCAA is so petrified of being sued, they're the deer in headlights right now. They're doing nothing. Up next, with you and I and D-Cell, we have some fun in buy or sell. Controversy abounds for America's team against the Detroit Lions, but did the officials have a point? That's next. You're listening to Writer Than You. My name is Mark Ryan, in for Bill. Happy New Year to you and yours, right here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. 
and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Writer Than You, my name is Mark Ryan, in for Bill. Here on this post-college football playoff edition of the show, this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial, stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Mark, let's start things off in the NFL, and let's go back to Saturday night. Lions-Cowboys will fast forward to Detroit, scoring to make it a one-point game. So we got 20-19 to in favor of Dallas. 23 seconds to go. Lions head coach Dan Campbell elects to go for the win on the road. Detroit's first attempt at a two-point conversion is successful, but negated because of a penalty. Illegal touching. Now, the two-point conversion was caught by offensive lineman Taylor Decker. And, Mark, there was confusion whether Decker and fellow offensive lineman Dan Skipper reported as an ineligible receiver. Detroit's second attempt from the seven-yard line now is no good, but again a penalty, this time on Dallas. So, Mark, stay with me here. The third attempt, the final attempt, was no good. Dallas hangs on for the one-point win. Buy or sell the ending to the Lions-Cowboys game. Okay, listen. Uh, I am selling this. I couldn't sell this more. Sell. I will say this. There's one thing I like. Remember we used to kill coaches for trying anything different? I mean, imagine in the 80s a coach going for a quote-unquote two-point conversion that didn't exist then from the seven-yard line. He would be fired before he got to the press conference. Now we're more understanding. We're more analytical. We see the numbers. We understand. I respect the balls behind going for the win. Dan Campbell's got some coconuts there, man. And he never Uh, had any hesitation. Didn't talk it over with his assistant assistant coaches. He was stone-faced. He knew exactly what he wanted to do. There is no better fit coach in city in the NFL than Dan Campbell. Glossed over, disrespected, chip on his shoulder than with Detroit. But I will tell you this, Diesel, I've got a major issue with the whole reporting to the officials, eligible receiver. If you're the defense, you're just watching that. This guy's getting the ball. How about officials just, you know, like you discuss it before the game, which they did. Do your job. Know your job. We shouldn't have to explain it out, explain it to you in real time because the, the opposition is watching that. Detroit completely got hosed in this game. And, man, the, the, the higher seed means anything, everything. They were still alive for the whole enchilada, the, the one seed in this game. And it was lost from them. I, I'm feeling completely screwed by the system if I'm Detroit. And I'm not conspiracy guy, D-Cell, at all. But, like, if I'm a Detroit fan, I can't be convinced that the rigged question wouldn't cross my mind. Like, I, I, I would tell you that the rigged question would cross my mind because of the who it came against. All right? And I hate to say that. I hate conspiracy theorists. I really do. All right, Mark, let's keep things in the NFL here. The Chiefs won their eighth, yes, eighth consecutive AFC West division title on Sunday. But it was another grinded-out game for Kansas City that came down to the wire. 
Now, they beat the Burrowless Cincinnati Bengals 25 to 17. However, Patrick Mahomes, Mark, will be playing his first ever, yes, I said first ever, road playoff game this season as the Chiefs are currently the three seed in the AFC. Buy or sell the Chiefs advancing in the playoffs out of wildcard weekend. Oh, boy. No, they're not going to be out of wildcard weekend because the road game I don't think is going to be their first. It's not going to be their first game, right? But the second game is likely to be at the winner of Buffalo and Miami. Correct. They'll be out that game, D-Cell. Meanwhile, Cincinnati has been burrowing the last couple of weeks out of uh, out of playoff contention. You know, and, and what we've learned, what Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have learned, uh, they, they were a little arrogant about this, D-Cell, is that even they need help. Even they need weapons, right? They have none. And uh, they look for them to make major moves to get back into it this year. Everybody has a bad season. Baker Mayfield has better stats than Patrick Mahomes. This is going to be one win and done for Patrick Mahomes, who's averaging 2.2 playoff wins a season in his career. Uh, so I am, uh, I am buying them advancing out of the first weekend. Buy. I'm, I'm selling that they'll advance past that. Sell. <laughs> All right, Mark. Since their bye week back in week 10, the Rams are 6-1 and one and clinched a playoff spot on Sunday after beating the Giants. The Rams' win total coming into this season was just 7.5. L.A. finishes the season against San Francisco on Sunday, who's already clinched the number one seed, so may not have an incentive to play their starters much on Sunday. Buy or sell the Rams are the best story in the NFL this year. I got to sell that, D-Cell, because Cleveland is the best story in the NFL this year. Right? Like, Joe Flacco would be the the, the comeback player of the year any year, except for the fact that Joe Flacco's case is that he sucked last year, doesn't suck this year. DeMar Hamlin died, and now he's no longer dead. You can't beat that story. But outside of that, the Cleveland Browns, and what they are and the potential to face the Ravens, his former team, 38 years old, throwing passes on a, on a Little League baseball field to get himself ready. That's the best story. But this Rams team, man, they could beat the 49ers. They are the proverbial team that nobody wants to play. And keep in mind, their only loss in this stretch was to the Ravens, a game they led until the very end. The Ravens have been unbeatable to everybody. Except almost the L.A. Rams. So selling the Rams is the best story. But I'm watching that movie, D-Cell, I am. All right, Mark, speaking of the Ravens, during their blowout loss to Baltimore on Sunday, the Dolphins lost linebacker Bradley Chubb for the season with a torn ACL. Chubb leads Miami with 11 sacks and leads the NFL with six forced fumbles. Miami will take on the Bills in a winner-take-all game for the AFC East Division title on Sunday Night Football this week. Buy or sell you look at the Dolphins differently without Bradley Chubb. I I wasn't buying Miami as a contender with Bradley Chubb, but I'm buying that I look at them differently now, uh, D-Cell. So I'm definitely buying this. Um, Miami, to me, is a candidate to be ousted game one of the playoffs. They are. I mean, if they end up winning this thing, which I don't think they will, against the Buffalo Bills, 
I'd have them as a candidate to lose to the Indianapolis-Houston winner. All right? Since they'll lose to the Buffalo Bills, and looking at their potential seed, you know, I could see them losing uh, that first playoff game, uh, whether it be at Kansas City or whether it be at Jacksonville. I could see them losing that as well. This is a team who's had a vastly improved defense, but they have the kind of the emperor has no clothes here. Wendy's had a commercial about the Miami Dolphins in the 80s. It was called Where's the Beef? They're all style, no substance. They're all sizzle, no steak right now for me. They're going to be exposed. They've got to add that substance in the offseason. All right, Mark, no real surprise here, but Sean Payton, Broncos head coach, announced that Jared Stidham will again get the start for Denver in their season finale on Sunday against the Raiders. Russell Wilson this weekend confirmed reports that the Broncos told him they'd bench him if he didn't change the terms of his guaranteed money in his contract. So I ask you, Mark, buy or sell how Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos have handled Russell Wilson this year. I can't blame Sean Payton for this, but the Broncos made this bet. They're the ones who have buyer's remorse. How about Seattle knowing exactly when to press eject on Russell Wilson? You know, like they saw something that the rest of us didn't. We always say that about Las Vegas. Man, what does Las Vegas know on this line? They saw that Russell Wilson had had rapidly eroding skills. We say the greats age differently. Are we ready to say that Russell Wilson is no longer a great December? Is he hurting his Hall of Fame candidacy? The greats have two Super Bowls. Russell Wilson should, but has one. Is he a Hall of Famer when all is said and done? I mean, don't laugh. That is being banded about. That is being discussed right now. But believe it or not, Russell, in my opinion, is doing the best he can. This is an, a yet again an organizational blunder by the Denver Broncos. And I ask you guys, what has been the worst NFL franchise at handling the quarterback position? Chicago Bears, Denver Broncos, let us know. I guess my only follow-up to that, Marcus, was the, I feel like I feel like Russell Wilson won the PR battle, and I say PR battle in, in air quotes here. Like, Sean Payton doesn't look good in all of this. I don't know that that matters, but he comes away looking like the villain. <laughs> well, villains are cool, you know? And you know how he ends every press conference, D-Cell? Let's ride off a cliff. You know, that's, 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 that's what Denver is doing with, uh, with Russell Wilson these days, man. Yeah, neither side looks great. Right, like Russell- neither one of these guys are likable in Sean Payton, to me anyway, Sean Payton or Russell Wilson. But I feel like Sean Payton this season made Russell Wilson more likable. Oh, he did. He, he has because he, like, we don't like when folks, th- we don't like when people are screwed over. He signed the deal. Denver's trying to get out of that deal. And he wasn't playing poorly this year. He was playing okay. I mean, not amazing, but better than average. Oh, I'm telling you, for, for large stretches of the, of the season, he was top five in quarterback rating. In that system, he was very good. And they had that stretch of uh, five straight wins. So they were right there for a while. It is sad to see how this Russell Wilson story, the end of his career, is coming to an end. And the other thing, Diesel, I'll say is, where is he going to end up? Where is he going to go? I'd love him for a team that is one piece away from the Super Bowl. I just, I think all of those teams that are one step away, the Dolphins, for example, already are locked into their guy. So you're like, okay, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, one of those two. How, how, how different is that from where he's at? And Denver, I don't know that I see a fit here. I do not know 
that this has a happy ending. Selling, though, how Denver is doing him, they're doing Russ dirty. Sell. All right, let's get to some college football here. DJU, DJ Ungalale is back in the ACC, Mark. After spending a year with Oregon State, DJU committed to FSU, Florida State, yesterday. He spent his first three seasons, as you can tell us, with Clemson before going to Corvallis. So I ask you, Mark, buy or sell, Florida State is getting a top-tier QB in DJU. <laughs> Diesel, I didn't know that you majored in comedy. I didn't, I didn't know. That was a Chris Rock-worthy joke. Top-tier quarterback, DJ Uyunglele. Uh, let, me put this into, uh, let me put this into numbers terms here. DJ's quarterback rating at Clemson was 126, okay? Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson at Clemson were about 160. There's a huge drop-off there. Is he serviceable? Is he a game manager? He can be that. But Florida State takes a massive step back this year. And Clemson fans, I've talked to them, are licking their chops. They're not in the least bit concerned about DJ Uwe Angela Lay, whose father has blocked me on Twitter, Diesel, for comments, <laughs> criticism, comments critical of his son. Uh, I'm selling. I'm selling Florida State as a playoff participant. I'm selling Florida State as the All Cupcakes Conference champion. Okay, <laughs> I'm selling them from anything good. Okay, that's that's not the answer. You know, it really is amazing, Mark, because there was a positive narrative around DJU this season in Corvallis, playing for the Beavers. When I wrote this question this morning, I looked at his numbers from this year compared to two years ago with Clemson. They're not all that different. They're really no. similar. And and like and you know what else he he signs his 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 you know the, everyone has an announcement when they leave he signs it forever a beaver, what How about year. three three <laughs> months a beaver third school in your college career like don't don't do that to fans man you can't gaslight fans that way man it's weak it's weak sauce. All right, up next on the show you can take this NFL team out of the oven because they are officially done. Cooked. That's next. Mark Ryan in for Bill Ryder along with D-Cell Ryder than you. Now here's a CBS Sports Update with Andrew Bogish. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medellin, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Mark Ryan in for Bill. 
Here on CBS Sports Radio, this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Also want to let you know that the Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces DOD, veterans and their families. Their members are their mission Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Jaguars linebacker Josh Allen had two sacks in Jacksonville's shutout win over the Panthers on Sunday. Allen is now third in the NFL with 16 and a half sacks on the season. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. You know, like I feel bad for Josh Allen, Sell that Josh Allen because of the fame that the other Josh Allen has. You know, the, the old Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa commercial, chicks dig the long ball, chicks are only into quarterbacks. If you watch the Swamp Kings documentary, uh, players on the team talked about never wanting to take Tim Tebow to parties because all the girls would ask is, is Tim Tebow here? Are you, are you bringing Tim Tebow? I kind of feel like Josh Allen, a heck of a player in his own right, gets that treatment because of the other Josh Allen who I believe is kind of being wasted by Sean McDermott in Buffalo. His talent is being wasted. And in a sport that has 22% turnover every year, NFL head coaches, right? I believe that Buffalo is not, you know, McDermott's not on the hot seat only because as a fan base, they've been kicked a lot. They've been abused. McDermott's the only coach this millennium that has even won double-digit games for them. But that doesn't mean he is serving you in the current regime, in the current quarterback. Every time they go up against a clever, creative, offensive mind in the postseason, they get abused. So I want to see is, you know that sound, D-Cell, when Mario eats a mushroom? I want to see if Buffalo levels up this weekend, uh, beating Miami. Because that's exactly the type of team, uh, you know, that that in the playoffs they lose to. Last year, Cincinnati, Zach Taylor, offensive coach. 11 of the 14 teams projected to be in the postseason right now. Offensive head coaches, all right? Last year, the four coaches in the conference championship games. Offensive head coaches. Why? Well, when an offensive coach loses his offensive coordinator, easily replaceable. When a defensive coach loses their offensive coordinator, they are screwed. And you do not like to be screwed heading into the postseason. Not a good place to be. So, my friends, I can't believe there was one result over the weekend that literally I couldn't believe it when I saw it. You know, I couldn't believe as this ticker was scrolling across on the bottom of the screen. I couldn't believe the highlights that I watched You always had a sense that so long as Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni are in Philadelphia, they're going to be able to patch holes. They're going to use some cover-up on the bad pimples on the warts. And in the end, they're still going to be there, right? Like you, you believed in them more than you believed in the Dallas Cowboys, per se. Until now, you're losing a must-win game at home to the Arizona Cardinals? You're giving up 35 points to that team? The last two weeks, say it out loud, 
the Philadelphia Eagles have allowed 60 combined points to the Giants and the Cardinals. 60 points. Are you kidding me? So, ladies and gentlemen, today I am I'm here very sadly uh, to, pronounce, to, to have an announcement for you. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and uh, Diesel, if we could hit the somber music here. I, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's great musical selection, Diesel. Uh, I don't like to do this on a new year. We're supposed to be happy and uplifting. But dearly departed, we gather here today to mourn the loss of a beloved member. The Philadelphia Eagles. Their wings have been clipped. Their beaks have been blunted. And their claws have been torn apart at the roots. They're done. Every statistical stat in NFL history shows you that they are finuto. You can take them out of the oven. They're going on the road in the postseason. An eagle will be served on any and all plates. It's been a fun ride while it lasted. Eagles dead at the age of 20, 23. I'm Mark Ryan, and I approve this message. Uh, Diesel, listen, uh, you want some wine with that cheese? Wow, that was cheesy. But uh, but I'll tell you what, that is my honest belief on this team. Uh, you know, and I, I have this song in my head, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Because in one fell swoop, you know, everyone was hanging on, I was saying things like reports of their demise are greatly exaggerated. Everyone was making a big deal out of the three-game losing streak. Well, the Baltimore Ravens lost three games in a row and won the Super Bowl 2011. Giants did. Baltimore Ravens lost three games in a row, won the Super Bowl in 2012. It wasn't like a Super Bowl champion had never lost three in a row, especially when they had the murderer's row gauntlet of a schedule that Philadelphia did. I mean, they had a stretch where they had the Dolphins, Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Seahawks in a seven-game stretch. Those were six of the games. And they they go four and three in that stretch, and everyone wants to bury them. And I wasn't going to sign up for that. But must-win game, all you got to do is win. You have the two-seed on lockdown in the NFC, and you couldn't even do that. The Rams are the team that nobody wants to play in the NFC. The Eagles are now the team that everybody wants to play in the NFC. And I can prove this. Diesel, honestly. I mean, you tell me. You don't have to side with this, the narrative here, Diesel. Packers or Eagles? Who do you want to play in the playoffs tomorrow? Eagles. You want to play at Green Bay or do you want to play at Philadelphia? I'll take my chances in Philadelphia. Right. Do you want to play at Tampa Bay or Philadelphia? Philadelphia. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You want to play at Seattle or Philadelphia? Philadelphia. And Mark, you don't got to sell me on this one because even when they started the season 10-1, and one, you could tell, and I say you, the general one, you could tell there were warts on this team. Something wasn't right. And now it's all coming to a head. The Eagles, and no one's there to pop it for them. The Eagles have been allowing 31 points a game over their last five games. Jalen Hurts has thrown 14 interceptions this season. The Cardinals finished with 449 yards of offense. But again, we shouldn't just focus on the good things. They blew a 4-15 and 15 point lead 
to a 4-12 and team. And you know why Philadelphia is not really a Super Bowl contender even before this game? Because there was a level of dominance among recent teams who have won the Super Bowl. All right, the last seven Super Bowl champions all had at least six games that they won by double digits. Philadelphia has two. They're getting by on Jalen Hurts' leadership and brilliance. All right, this isn't on him. They're getting by on Nick Sirianni's creativity. But there are warts, big-time warts. Eight of the last ten Super Bowl champions had a point differential of at least plus 100. Okay? So they outscored their opposition by at least 100 points over the course of the season. Eight of the last ten. The Eagles are at plus 22. Last year, the Eagles were second in the league in yards allowed. This year, 28th. Last year, the Eagles were first in the league in points allowed. This year, they're 26th. They're only playing on one side of the ball. And Hargrave on San Francisco and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson on the Lions are laughing. They're laughing at at, at what's happened to this team. But you know what? That's okay. Like, they're close. They'll be back. Kansas City is close. They'll be back. We've only had one rematch year to year of the Super Bowl from the year before in the last 40 years. So, like, we all like to act like, oh, you know, they're finished and they're done right now and I'm making the jokes and we're having the funeral, etc. Get some defensive reinforcements. You'll be fine. Kansas City, don't act so arrogant that you don't need weapons with a deteriorating Travis Kelsey Swift. You need some help. You'll get it. They'll get it. And they, my friends, will be back. To me, there are three teams and three teams only that can win the Super Bowl this year. Those teams are Buffalo, Baltimore, and San Francisco. If I I gave you those three teams or the field and you took the field, you are making, my friends, a very, very bad bet. Diesel, always a blast to be on with you, my friend. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Great to be with you. The Jim Rome Show is coming your way next on many of these same affiliates. Writer than you, my name is Mark Ryan, in for Bill. Happy New Year, everybody, right here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 